Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. And I am your host, Angelica. This is the podcast that talks about a little bit of everything. So sit back and enjoy the show. Hey everyone and welcome back to another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. So we are talking about everything 90 Day and of course it's going to be the other way. I'm doing this solo because my co-host and I, again, we are just getting busy and busy. So I'm doing this solo. It's going to be under 30 minutes, I hope, because I got to do Love in Paradise for those who are still watching Love in Paradise. Well, let's get into this because this episode in particular, it really shocked me. You know what I mean? It really, really shocked me because we're getting towards the end here. And this episode is called Never Say I Regret. And we got to see, of course, um, our favorites. We had uh, Jen and Rishi, Usama and Debbie, Danielle and Johan, Chris and Jamie. And I feel like we're really close to the end, to be honest. So let's get into this. Um, let's talk about Chris and Jamie. So Chris is getting ready to head back to Columbia. And she's saying, you know what, this is a trip that's um, unusual. I apologize because I have the window open. It's really hot in my room. So if you hear any um, extras in the background, again, I apologize. So Chris is getting ready to go to Columbia and she's realizing this is not, she's not feeling the right feels like she used to. So they haven't seen each other in like five months. Apparently she has to deal with stuff with her son and she has to deal with other things. And, you know, she's always got something to say. So she heads back to Columbia. Uh, Jamie doesn't know what to expect because it's so long, but she always says, you know, it's my wife and I have to be there and we're going to resolve all our problems and we need to before we even move forward and all this stuff. So she arrives in Columbia and um she goes to the hotel she's really nervous because she doesn't know what to expect and of course she um she really gets a warm welcoming from jamie and they reconnect apparently you know jamie had this little setup of s'mores by the fire which i thought was pretty cute very thoughtful and chris is like well i was supposed to do that with you and we couldn't have a chance. And things are pretty awkward, I'm not going to lie, uh, by their body language and everything, which, of course, they have so much stuff they have unresolved. And, of course, it's been such, like, five months. And we keep hearing the stories how Chris just didn't have time to pick up the phone, you know? But, anywho, they enjoy the evening. They did some TikTok videos, which they showed. But the next day, Chris planned this... Um, cute little trip for Chris, uh, Jamie's birthday because apparently she missed her birthday by a month and she apparently promised um, Jamie that she was going to uh, be there for her birthday, but she wasn't because she had to deal with other things. I think what bothers uh, Jamie in this point is in this situation is more of the fact that Chris did not really communicate with her as much while she was away. Uh, we've seen in past episodes where kind of, you know, Chris is there like, I'm sending you money because I'm sending you money and it shouldn't matter and all that. So she's working her butt off apparently. And um, 
she's just sending her money. So I kind of feel like, you know, this is where I feel like Jamie couldn't express herself fully, that it was more of because there was no communication. There really wasn't any communication. So to be honest, I just feel like that's what it is, is that there wasn't any communication of whatsoever during those five months of Wayne. So when they arrived to this cute little place for her birthday, she was so happy. She was like, oh my God, like my birthday is so special to me and everything. Like she said in her confessional and all I want is to just celebrate it because I deserve it. And, you know, she's just has all these mixed feelings and you can tell when she's talking about it. So they get to this place that Chris um, organized and she says in her confessional, like, oh, we got to talk about our issues. So they start to talk and all the fun is over because she's trying to explain what the reasoning is. And I see where Chris was coming, uh, Jamie was coming from. And I feel like Chris was kind of taking it the other way because there, there's obviously a language barrier. And I truly feel like she did a great job in saying, you know, I understand you as a mother. I understand that you had a problem with your son, but I'm also your wife. And it's true. It's, you know, they're married. And the fact that she left her out here, out there, I should say, for five months, that's so wrong. That's so uncalled for. And I was like, what the heck is wrong with this woman? Like, she is your wife. She wants to see you. She wants to be with you. But you need to give her the communication. Like, yeah, you work all day. You could have FaceTimed her, could have texted her back. That's what she was looking for, a form of communication. Yes, it seems like I'm taking Jamie's side, and it's true. I am taking her side. I know she, she was acting a little bit cray-cray, but I'm sorry. I'm going to put this out there because I can. I'm Spanish. You dated a, you're married a Spanish woman. <laughs> they need attention. I personally don't as much as uh, Jamie does, and I do get attention, and I appreciate the minimum of attention. But this girl likes just loves attention. And there's people out there who love attention, who need it, who who crave it. But I feel like more it's the communication part of this. And of course, Jamie, uh, Chris gets upset and she's like, well, you have to let me talk. And, you know, you just don't understand. And, you know, Jamie's just trying to say, hey, let me finish and then let's talk about it. But Chris gets upset, walks up and runs away. She kind of reminds me of Paul where he's in a situation and then he has to run away in the famous duck walk. She's just racing out of there. And I was seeing the Instagram post because there was a famous one where she jumped into the pool and everyone's like, well, is this the woman that said that she can't do anything because she's got like a broken neck? I know I'm not saying it hundred percent correctly, but I thought it was funny. And the internet's always winning with this. Honestly, the internet is winning. It's pretty hilarious. Let's move on to our next couple here. So we'll see what's going to happen with Jamie and Chris next week. I feel like it's the final or they're doing half of the, like one hour, the rest of the episode and the other hour, who knows the tell all. I'm not sure, but let's move on. Let's get into, um, Danielle and Johan. You guys know my feelings about Danielle. She's always got to come up with the live to defend herself. And um, I do not follow her. I just see it from other people's Instagram posts from these pages. And I have to say, Johan being the bigger man and trying to somehow have some sort of bromance with Talon, that is cool. I 
I was for it. I'm glad they were able to talk it out and Talon was able to be straight up with him and saying, you know, Danielle's never going to change. She's always going to be like that. She wants to have control and you guys kind of have to work it out because she's not going to change. And he does agree that they both have to change together in order to make things work because they both want control and Johan just wants control in the middle, both of them together. Now, after that meeting, uh, Johan decides to, you know, go out with Danielle. They go to the beach because apparently that's what she needs to calm down, to calm down. And the conversation doesn't go too well. So Danielle here is trying to hear out Johan and trying to like, hey, you know, I met up with your friend, you know, that's great. But I feel like we need to talk about relationship and everything. And I feel like I need you to change. And she's like, why do I have to change? And she's obviously does not know how to express herself in Spanish because she doesn't know it fully. So she says it in English. And this poor guy sitting there like, WTF, what are you talking about? And the, Danielle pulls on this strong persona that we know that she's got. And she's just like, well, you need to shut up because I can't hear you talk anymore. You have to stop talking. You have to stop talking. And I found it pretty rude because this man is trying to repair the relationship. She doesn't want to change. And she says she's never going to change. But now she's thinking, well, why do I have to change? Why do I have to be married to someone who's going to be super jealous? Because I have, you know, friends. I have this. I have that. And I was just like, you know, really, I, I'm, it's just, it makes me crazy because Danielle has this attitude, which we already talked about it already. Again, this is our opinion. If Danielle decides to listen to this, this is our opinion. You're giving us what you're giving us on television edited or not, or whatever the story is, but she was really rude. And it gives you that indication. Like she really does. She just wants to control him and whatever says it goes. So I'm curious to see where this relationship goes, because it seems like they're still together somehow, somewhere. <laughs> and I'm just like, really? So what's going to happen next week with these two? They're probably going to stick together because you know what? We make some good ratings. You made some good money and why not? So it kind of makes me believe that way too about them. Like why, why is that? But anywho, those conversations do not go too well. And there they are, you know, just trying to make it work, I guess, with her attitude over there of not just telling me, you shouldn't be telling me this, this and that. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, stop it. <laughs> Anyways, let's move on because clearly, you know, my true feelings about uh, Danielle here. Let's get into Usama and Debbie. Wow. So I got to give credit to Debbie here. Debbie's been obviously kicked out of this of the house and in the relationship. Well, she kicked herself out because she's like, screw it, Usama. The whole plan was not for you to go to the United States and we're not going to the United States. But I do have to say, I got to give her kudos because... She really put it out there. She was one of those people that was just like, this relationship is not going to work out and it's not going to work out and it's never going to work out. I need to move on. I need to just do me and find me my happiness and everything. So she, I forgot to mention they did meet up for coffee, but I forgot to also mention Usama met up with his sister and wanted to chat about the fight. So it seems like he's given the narrative that she's completely agreed of him coming to America 
and now she's changed her mind. So the sister thinks it's just a great idea to talk because I know you guys love each other and really figure out what is going to happen in their relationship. And to me, it's more of like, dude, who is lying here in this situation? We hear Debbie saying that, that she has absolutely, you know, she's didn't really give the go ahead of bringing him to America. The whole plan was for her to stay in Morocco and somehow live uh, together by themselves and do their life. But um, once Usama and Debbie meet, this is where I give her all the respect. I know I jumped ahead a little bit here, but she hears him out and he tries to say, you know, I love you and everything, but there's nothing here for me to um, succeed in poetry and all that fun stuff. And it's just like, we have to go to America first. There's no future here in Morocco. I know my country. I'm not going to have a future. There's no money. And she's like, well, I have money and this is my money. And I said, we can build, help you build somewhat of a foundation. And he's not happy about it. So this is where we really see Osama just really wanting the visa at this point. He really wants to go to America. And, you know, I'm glad Debbie was able to just say, you know what? Screw this relationship. I need to find my happiness, find my purpose and move on. And I'm like, hallelujah, girlfriend, because honestly, not many people can do this, especially on 90 Day Fiance. I kind of felt like this season, we were seeing that. We were slowly seeing everybody kind of realizing the relationship that they're in. And they're finally saying, you know what, let's close this chapter and move on. So Usama and Debbie are not in a relationship anymore. She decides to go back to America where she needs to go. So I'm glad she is doing that. So good for you, Debbie. I'm sorry, Usama, but mm -mm. find someone else who's going to bring you there. Next up, Jen and Rishi. So Jen is happy about the results of the meeting with uh, Rishi's parents and her friends are there to celebrate, to have some chai tea in the morning. Uh, the girls are headed out on uh, some sort of adventure and Jen just wants to have a pirate conversation with Rishi to really see how things actually went down. That the fact that they said yes and are they okay with both of them moving out of the house and having some privacy. I'm not going to lie, but I felt really bad for Rishi and I really felt bad for Jen at the same time. But you know, Jen is becoming this monster on the internet of, if you guys haven't seen it yet, it's been all over the place where she exposes the family of certain things and rules that Rishi's family is looking for and literally throwing them under the bus. I didn't go into detail about it, but I know um, our good listener Dahlia has sent us some stuff over because we were like so into this when we first found out by her. So thank you, Dahlia, for sending this information. And I was like, girl, hmm. I don't know. Like, why would you do that? Why would you put Rishi's family under the bus? You should know the culture by now. You knew this was going to be a problem. Rishi was trying to do whatever he could to keep the relationship. And I can't believe I'm saying this because I always called him sneaky, sneaky Rishi. So with that being said, uh, Rishi goes and hangs out with, uh, arrives to Jen's apartment and they have this conversation. He, she's dying to know like, okay, so what happened? Are we able to live together? And he's just like, no, we can't like, 
I have to be there. I have to be there to take care of my mom. Like what's going to happen after? But then it just gets better, people. (laughs) Rishi's trying to work up the courage to let her know that the parents asked for her age and they didn't accept it. And she's just like, Rishi, don't lie to me. You better tell me yes or no. Yes or no. And Rishi's just like, okay, they're not accepting your age because you're older than me. And she's like, this relationship, you wasted my time. She made it seem like the man, well, he should have known too as well. He could have been straight up and making her wait for so long. I get that part. But dude, Rishi, you should have said this from the beginning. And he's saying that, you know, they could have waited. You should have waited on my time. It would have been different. And she's like, well, why do I have to wait? You're always wasting my time. And that's it. It's done. So she takes off the spring off her finger and gives it back to him. I felt bad because he really is in love with her. She's in love with him. But there is a cultural difference with both of them, he should have been more open to her and kind of said, you know what, we can date. But the thing is, I don't think it's going to get approval because it needs to go through approval. Rishi, just freaking say it. Like, you don't have to hide about it. You know what I mean? So I feel like he needs to be more open and let the next person know if it's going to be another American who, you know, hey, this is what's going to happen. But this whole relationship was a total bust. Like we knew that from the beginning. We knew what was coming. And of course, they're going to say, well, stop blaming it and comparing it to um, our good friend over here at um, Jenny and Samit. No, like it's just uh, it was just and then her friends barking into their privacy and everything and, you know, using the entourage as a way to relay the message of this relationship is pretty crazy. But anyways, another couple who decided to part ways. Jen was the one who decided to do that because she couldn't be in a relationship where there was no future. And she's very upset that time was wasted and everything, but you should have known because of the culture. Why do we have to go through this again? So I have to say, I want to, I'm curious to know about your opinions because Love in paradise, I'm telling you. I mean, sorry, not love in paradise. Um, <laughs> um, the other way was pretty good. Now let's move on to our couple who's actually madly in love together. And they're actually going down the aisle and they're actually going to get married, which is Gabe and Isabel. So Gabe and Isabel are getting ready for the wedding. She is super nervous. Dad's with her. Mom's just pulling an all-nighter with the bridesmaids' dresses And she's just got to get out. And she says that apparently Gabe was supposed to meet her in the morning and she hasn't, he hasn't told her why he hasn't showed up. And we see before all of this, of her stress and everything is that Gabe apparently went out with the sister and the boyfriend. They had a conversation and she got upset about something. They had a fight and she refuses to be at the wedding. So it seems like Balm is trying to keep everybody cool, including herself, and kind of just says, Gabe, I know it's hurtful. She's not going to come to the wedding, but we need to go. We need to go. We need to move on because your bride is waiting. We need to, you're getting married. We need to go. So she's not choosing any size. She's just going to try to help him out and say, Hey, listen, we need to get going here. So that's what happens. But 
gabe needed time alone because he couldn't believe like his own sister the one who says he supports her and everything is not showing up to the wedding there's obviously more to this that he's not sharing, but sometimes he could be an oversharer too. So we don't know. We won't find out more hopefully by next week because we want to see them go down the aisle. So I'm assuming there is another episode left for this couple. But in the meantime, on um, Isabel's side, it's just stress, 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 trying to get everything ready and the last minute stuff ready. So we'll see next week of how she finds out when Monica's not there. Does Gabe even tell? Gabe is trying to like, I'm not going to say anything because my wife is preparing for this wedding that we're getting married and I don't want to upset her. So, you know, I'm curious to see how he's going to tell her why Monica isn't there and being there by his side at the altar. So we'll see what happens with this couple next week, but it seems like we're winding down to the season because there is a new season of 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days. We got some new cast members and returning ones. Well, guys, I'm out of breath here. I'm going to take a quick break, but the next episode you will see being released is Love in Paradise. It could be within 24 to 48 hours, but stay tuned. As long as you're subscribed, you will get the notification of a new episode on a little bit of everything with me. And that's all we have for now. I'm Anthony. And I'm Jessica with the Beautiful Feet Podcast. Hey, it's your boy Bromar, host of The Bromar Show. Hello, everyone. It's the Coupon Queen Pin from the CQP Moments Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is your boy Ken, aka The Gentleman of the Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. Hi, this is Stephanie Valente, your local massage therapist. And now you're you listening, are to listening to a little bit of everything, everything with Angelica. Angelica. That's it for now, and thank you for tuning in on another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me, 